Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin. It's been a while, but we're back in full fighting form here. I'm joined, as I so often am, not every week because I wasn't here last time, but I'm joined by my co-host, John Moltz. I am trapped on an island of emotion, Dan. <laughs> a, gla- a glass island of emotion? A glass island of emotion. <laughs> an exploding island of emotion. People on glass islands should not throw stones. Uh, and... Our other delightful co-host, who we've been informed has a has a statement, brief statement to make. Guy English is here. Hi, Guy. I do have a brief statement, but here's the thing: Tito English. Well, now Tito read English. Prepared statement. Yeah. Maltz, just off the cuff. Better statement. <laughs> I hate Sorry. that guy. We can cut that. We'll just cut it. Don't worry about no. it. No, no. Anyway, whatever. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna vaguely read this. So over the time that we've been not recording these episodes, there's been a lot of troubling stuff. Uh, this is not a political show, except we like to laugh about how stupid Oliver is when it comes to politics and how idiotic his his numbers are. <laughs> because the guy's an idiot. He's a very, very bad politician. So we don't talk about politics here. But it is a show about justice. So, first, don't shoot arrows into people. Good tip. That's wrong. Also, <laughs> don't be a Nazi. How about that? <laughs> call me crazy. Also wrong. Also wrong. I also wrong. I will not call you crazy. I will not also call you wrong. crazy. Thank Both you. Both of those things are wrong. I think we yes. could say 100% well, of the hosts on this show. I think one of them is more wrong than the other. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I think I know which one you think quick, is more wrong. Quick academic <laughs> yes. question. What Being a Nazi, <laughs> very f***ing wrong. People don't run around shooting arrows into people. So people do show up being a Nazi. <laughs> okay. Let's let's not be Nazis. Very That's few arrow shootings. Very few arrow shootings in That's the real yeah. world. In our, yeah. in our you Earth. know what you'd think? Very few Nazis. Earth Turns six, out Earth not the case. Not the case. Anyway, yeah. long story short, don't be a Nazi. <laughs> so I've got That's it. That's the end. <laughs> do, do be an archer. That's the end of the Don't rant. But, but I have unilaterally decided to reorganize uh, some of the structure of the show. What? Uh, <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I have. I have. And here's here's an ad. I did not. Guys, I, I left for confer- two weeks. What happened? <laughs> yeah, really. I did not confer with my co-superiors, but I will. I am, I am, I'm, it's not negotiable. <laughs> All right. I am done with this paramilitary bullshit. Oh, yeah. The Biff Army is done. <gasps> uh, wh- what? Well, wait you dis- a minute. You disbanded? You were disbanded. <laughs> wait. Well, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> you will be transferred with all full rank and privilege to the new Biff Book Club, <laughs> which is far more fitting. Oh, I see. I see where with, you're going with, with this. With, okay. with right. our, you know, we love mm-hmm. the written word. Our aesthetic. We're all about the written word on this That's podcast. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. We, we, we type every word out. Lovingly. With love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have Glenn Fleischman. You- 
he letter press typeset this so this by hand people think we send them out people think we're just to the biff book club we're just like why are we calling them the biff army like all right biff book i'm okay i'm okay with this i just don't want to throw i don't want to throw the the biff the biff baby out with the bathwater. right exactly anyway that's the only way we're keeping biff yeah no more biff biff army biff book club Yeah. All right, but we still got. But there's, yeah, there's, there's obviously there's obviously a lot about this show that's that's super wrong. <laughs> yes, I mean right. Oliver, Oliver. Do you mean will, Arrow Oliver or, will or wax, like? Or he will us, wax poetic because... about like you know whether he should kill people or not, and then just like straight up murder a whole bunch of henchmen without even like the the only time like yeah. The, the, yeah the the conundrum comes up is when he's up against the big bad guy. Yeah, it's never. If you, you have know, a like name, a henchman, it's like that's not even like a real. Like, per- that's not even a real person. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah. let's not do that. Okay. In general, <laughs> let's give everybody a name. How about that? Everybody is their own character. <laughs> that's that's well, why we you, spend uh, so much time on Biff, Biff's name. That's why you name the <laughs> yeah, cows. That's before why we you give Biff. Yeah, Biff is the ultimate. That's right, red shirt. Everybody has a backstory. Yeah. Especially Biff. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Can I can I rein us back segment in? Segment done. <laughs> Go right ahead, please. Dan, All right. Okay. Do you know what my, my last word in that uh, little preamble was? And speaking of relief from disaster, back to you, Dan. <laughs> uh, I'm delighted, I guess, to be back. Um, thank you for your opening <laughs> statement, which I agree with wholeheartedly. 100%. Uh, yeah, of course you do. But we're going to jump into our recap. We're here first to talk about uh, Arrow Season 1, Episode 13. Uh, we're at the season midpoint now. Uh, and it's entitled Betrayal. Um, somebody want to take this one? I could do it. All right, John, you're on deck. Okay. Go. All right. So uh, this guy, Cyrus Vanch, uh, is out of jail, and he is apparently not a nice guy. He uh, shows up at his lawyer's house and just uh, he does away with him and leaves him in a bloody mess on the floor. Uh, and then we jump to Diggle, who is questioning Moira's innocence. So Ollie decides he's going to check it out. And then we go to uh, Frank. That's the that's the lieutenant, right? The, yes. right, the captain. Frank, Frank, is he Frank. captain now? He's a lieutenant. Captain, here. I think. Okay, all right. At any point, at any rate, he moves Quentin off the arrow case, and Quentin is not happy about that. Uh, Ali shows the notebook to Moira uh, as part of a little test there, and she uh, throws it in the fire, which... um, It's not his notebook. It's the one... It's the one, yes. Yes, it's not his notebook. It's the one that Felicity gave... Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, really suspicious if he gave her the notebook with a bunch of names crossed out. Of yeah. Right. Who dead. That would seem a little strange. <laughs> it also looks. Oops, it's sorry, a much not better condition. Notebook. This. It's notebook. a much better condition than his notebook. I didn't even think of that. But it, yeah. I just did yeah. right now. I was thinking about like, oh, they're pretty much the same. Nope, they're not exactly the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Laurel calls Ollie on the bugged aerophone to let him know uh, about Vanch and Quentin is on it because he's got the phone bugged. And Oliver gets a recording of goes to Vanch's, you know, it's not really his mansion. It's the, the lawyer that he kills mansion and gets a recording of Vanch um, saying some bad things that, uh, you know, criminals say. And then he goes off to meet with Laurel to give her the recording. The cops show up, but Oliver, of course, gets away, even though Quentin chases after. 
spectrum. Then there's this whole sl- subplot about Tommy's feelings, but I mean, we don't really care about that. Vanch kidnaps Laurel, and Diggle then listens in on a conversation between Moira and Malcolm through the wall. And Oliver finds out that the you know because of this uh, that the Queen's Gambit was sabotaged. Quentin realizes there's a snitch in the office, so he calls uh, the hood on the bugged aerophone to get him uh, or to help get him to help get Laurel back. Oliver storms the castle, but runs out of arrows. <laughs> exactly on, on cue. I like it's the first guy who learned Quentin, how to count. <laughs> but he doesn't. Okay, he's got one left. At any rate, Quentin storms in and shoots the uh, the bad guy that's holding a gun on Oliver, and uh, and then he uh, points his gun at Vanch, and uh, Oliver talks him out of shooting him. But uh, then he Quentin doesn't talk says, him out of it. He t- he uses a. He's got one more. Oh, that's right. Just, that's right. That's right. He throws. He takes yeah, his gun out. The, like yes, he's actually right. got one. He's got yep, more yep. stuff he's got a than that guy predicted. Yeah. But and then he takes out Lance's gun. Quentin says he doesn't have to read Vanch's rights, which, which is really actually not a very no, good that's, idea. That's not how that works. Yeah. That is indefensible no. now. That is a great way to get him to, to walk yet again. Hey, you know what? Six years from now, this guy's going to be the question. So, <laughs> so okay. Well, well then, then we just need to wait. Uh, Oliver Storms. Time. It takes a long time to bake this shrinky dink. <laughs> Oliver storms into the office set. Oh yeah, then story. I'm like trying to understand my notes. Storms into the office set that's used repeatedly and uh, tells Moira that she has filled this city. Then in the flashback, uh, Ollie finds the plane that uh, crashed and uh, Slade is inside the plane. Slade ties him up and is very mean to him and insults him. And <laughs> then Oliver, in response, breaks his own thumb or something to get out. Um, and then suddenly Slade is impressed. So, Well, Slade wants to kill him because he's useless. And once Ollie proves that he's... He's got some some to, spunk. Willing to, yeah, he's got that's right. got a little bit of spunk. Then Slade's like, okay, maybe maybe we have a shot at this. Okay, yeah. here is this week's plot question or plot contrivance that I don't have an explanation for, but I'm open to headcanon. Dig records Moira and Malcolm, plays that tape <laughs> back for Oliver. Moira's voice, easily recognizable. Malcolm's oh. voice is distorted, <laughs> though, like he's using one of the voice changer things. Which, from a plot that. point, seems to be strictly so that Oliver doesn't go like, what's Malcolm Merlin doing there? Yeah, But right. I definitely caught that there's no... I can't think of any reason that that would happen slash work. It's his office. Okay. Headcanon. <laughs> All right. It's his office. <laughs> I can believe that his voice can be... Oh, so, yeah, okay. Detected and there's mutated. A, uh, there's some sort of countermeasure within the office mm, mm. that deadens for his, his voice, voice. And his voice only. Mm. Yeah. All right. That was a, that's a good option. My option was <laughs> that's, magic. That's still really bad. But, <laughs> well, um, okay. There's magic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both bad. But, I mean, uh, yeah. if we can do... <laughs> so, we can do noise dampening earphones. I'm going to say I'm going to say that so it's simply... You, I'm going to just say that uh, he was actually just closer to Moira. That he wasn't that far into that closet. He was closer to Moira, and then and Malcolm was just further away. 
Yeah, I don't John, think that's how that works. John, as has expected, anybody okay. ever accused you of being boring? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> why? Well, I'm not sure why you're bringing that it, up right it now. But me. Yeah. It yeah. So there are a lot of feelings in this episode. Because Tommy yeah, and Laurel have a lot of back episodes. and forth, and yeah. Laurel and Lance have a bunch of back and forth about, you know, right. they don't want to, like, she's upset yeah. with him being obsessed with the vigilante yeah. and blaming everything on the vigilante. And, like, I believe Pike at the beginning, like, he kind of tells Quentin even to back off a little bit, like, not as he take him off the case, but he's like, guy's kind of popular. He's been, like, you know, fighting a yeah, lot of crime. He does. Yeah. He's been putting away a lot of bad guys. So. Maybe maybe you know. lay off and and Van, and Lance is not yeah, having any of that. Bit. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. This so season two is where Arrow really landed with a lot of people. Uh, yeah, hit hit the target, if you will. Mm. Uh, mm. I will not. But season one is pretty honking good. <laughs> there is some solid stuff in here. It does veer a little bit at times too much into the CW territory with the relationships. It does, but they fix it. They're, they're navigating it. Yes, this they're episode, their footing. pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I think this. Is yeah, solid. I'm, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I don't, and I don't mind the CW stuff so much. Frankly, yeah, it's a no, little me, more. Me neither. It, it's a little yeah. harder for me to watch on the rewatch now that I know what's going to happen. Like when I watched it the first time, I was definitely more invested in like the relationships because I just didn't know where they were going. But now knowing right. where they're going, it's a little bit more like, yeah, I can kind of I tune out a little bit during some of it. I will say there are a bunch of things in this episode that I do like. First of all. Uh, David Anders as the villain. I'm a big David Anders fan going back to his days on um, Alias. Alias. He was great on Alias. He's really good right now. If you haven't seen iZombie, he's on iZombie as sort of a uh, running. You uh, you skipped uh, Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. Thank you. Also on Heroes. You know what? I I was trying to come up with a non generic name for that, but no. (laughs) There isn't one. It's just called Heroes. Uh, but he's fantastic, especially as a villain. And especially, he works a little, even a little better as, like, the guy you don't know that he's a villain or not. Like, he's clearly a bad guy, but also yeah, sometimes they have to team up with him. zombie, right? Yes, exactly. And it's, so he's kind of a gray yeah. character. But here he yeah. is clearly just an evil villain. He seems kind yeah. of generic, but uh, he's fun. He's a fun actor. Does well. He's a better villain than we've had most of the season in that he's better prepared. Mm-hmm. He knows that the the, the bad guy, Holly, is coming. He's done his research and he counts 40, uh, sorry, 40, 24 arrows. Uh, 24 arrows with a bunch of fleshettes. Uh, <laughs> counted a little bit wrong. It's an <laughs> off by, it's an off by <laughs> one error. Yeah, exactly. It's off by one. Did he start at zero uh, but he or didn't, one? But, it, but the, the basic issue is that he didn't count on arrow Bringing being able to to, to bring Lance into yeah. the work equation. And that that's just storytelling on Yeah, it's I, good for his character, it's good for all yeah, his character, yeah. it's again, good for Quentin's again, character, course, it's it's just good. It, and again, of course, though, it relates back to the flashback because they're talking about storming the uh they, they sort of they storm this house and they're and Slade and Ollie are talking about storming the airfield too. Yes, and and, uh, yeah. and so it's it's you know people you know I can't do it without you. Um, right, is the message in both of them. Yeah, um, you. which you know they're 
We've talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But it's the first season, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Five actually, years I mean, later, so here, here it's, it's like, basically okay, fine, right? <laughs> but they haven't yeah, done first it for season, you know, good. six years. I think actually right. the arrow does the air. Oh, I guess the, the airfield stuff does start to come up at the end. Mostly he's yes. just telling him, yeah, I guess it's the middle. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. He's, I was he's say, teaching him those, the, the it does, it does happen stuff. in the next yes. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the other right. things I liked in this, in this episode, um, Laurel does pretty well when they try to grab her. Like, basically, oh, yeah, she yeah. does amazingly well. Yeah. She is, I mean, and we've covered in the earlier, right in the season that she is trained a little bit in self-defense because, you know, she's a cop's daughter and, and she's clearly learned how to take care of herself. And she basically is only felled because David Anders brings a taser to a to a punching fight. Uh, <laughs> well, she gets shocked by him because he's just right, standing that, there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she took out, not took out, but she beat up two guys. She got him pretty good. Yeah, if he got didn't have that taser, weapon. she was out. She was she was yeah. home free, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If Yeah. Yeah, he um, doesn't seem like he'd put up that much of a fight. Great, mo- great beats here from Diggle. Driving Moira, arranging for the drive. What happened oh, yeah. to the driver? I don't know where he goes, but I like I like the idea that Diggles maybe just got him tied up in a closet somewhere. Sure, I like I. My personal headcanon is that Diggle strangled the guy out, <laughs> like all he did to him in the first episode. Just it wakes up like on a him. beach somewhere for like a week with like a expenses paid. Yeah, that vacation. seems yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know. I don't fully, know how that fully, gets explained. Yeah. How does that get explained away though? That's because. Uh, because Moira would say, uh, did you enjoy your vacation or something? But and, I assume and, he was just like out sick or like, mm-hmm. you know, there was some arrangement made. Uh, like guys yeah, like, I, I think there was, I think there was money, money exchanged. Yeah, okay. It was all okay. But money like, exchange. Diggle but, is, but here's the thing. Dig, Diggle, this is not the first time that Diggle has made uh, smoking an excuse. Yes, that's right. We, um, and he's got a pack of smokes with him and a lighter. And we and never actually he, see him smoke. Well, well we does. can't, because guess what? Because, yeah. It's, it's, we're not barbaric anymore. <laughs> but it's a great excuse, right? Like, it works for a lot of different situations. I think it that's, that's a nice spot yeah, yeah. there. Who knew? Sneaking well, I, mean, into I, a closet. I should have been carrying one around for a long time, I guess. I mean, smoking in a supply yeah. closet is actually doesn't really make a lot of sense when you think about no. it but okay you yeah, know close right. enough no it it makes enough sense that yes. it's like okay yes. this is weird you caught me but that guy is a bad security uh head of security yeah well he yes. should have like i mean if he didn't down. go if he didn't go to malcolm and like he didn't do anything about that didn't go and tell malcolm about it then oh, i feel like, like you feel like malcolm goes through a lot of security yeah probably yeah that's probably the 476th head of security that malcolm has had uh, and they're all surprised we never see that guy again <laughs> right yeah um yeah you think malcolm would have known that he'd been anyway whatever. but i do like the previous uh where diggle barges in thinking he's gonna catch moyer red-handed and ends up at a birthday party that's I a pretty good scene because yeah. even diggle's not perfect you know he thinks he's got like the whole thing locked down and he's yeah. just slightly miscalculated <laughs> yeah no that's that's a lot of what i love about the season is that nobody actually knows what they're doing but they muddle through, and I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I think we've all seen it. Half half succeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, right, sure. Yeah, nothing is right. an unqualified success. Right. 
Yeah, from anybody's perspective, really. Um, I do like the flashbacks here, especially because this is our intro to Slade Wilson. Um, and yeah, that's yeah, right. He yeah, drops down from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah that's a that's great right. entrance. And, yeah. and Manu Bennett is fantastic. Um, yes. We hear that um, uh, Yao Fei was supposed to be working with him, but has been compromised. It's unclear in this episode what that means. Um, but that they came here looking for him. Um, he and his partner, who he doesn't name in this episode, but comes up in the next episode. Um, they're Australian intelligence. Um, it's a little weird because there, there's a slight like sometimes when you binge them all together, you can see the things that the beats that get have to get rehit in the next episode. So, for example, Slade here tells Ollie, Ollie finds the mask, right? And Slade has to explain what it's for. Mm-hmm. But he right. he kind of re-explains that in the next episode, and Ollie looks a little right. surprised again, but I feel like it's just because they needed to hit that beat again in the flashback. Um, yeah, right. So it's a little, yeah, also, little, little awkward, but only Australian if you're watching SAS them this close. do not wear masks like that. No, very few. <laughs> he mentions... And so also, I, nobody wears while, masks while like they're that. incredibly capable soldiers, that's... Not what we're seeing here. Yeah, he <laughs> he references it being right? he references it being the quote operational equivalent of a balaclava, which I had to rewind and listen to like three times before I understood quite what he was saying. And the oh, answer really? is no, no. Bal- balaclava is basically a ski mask. Yeah, it's like right. he say he refers to it as the operational equivalent of a balaclava, and yeah. it's like just use a balaclava. Honestly, like, yeah, right. There's right. nothing better about that mask. It has less visibility. <laughs> it's probably harder to breathe through, and it's extremely yeah. distinctive looking because it's like it's not going to help you camouflage in any environment because it's and half more expensive. One color. <laughs> oh yeah, the it price is, is it is high. scary as hell. Oh though. yeah, it's terrifying. Don't get me wrong. So maybe maybe that counts particularly if you read comic books <laughs> I would, yeah. oh, man, that's if, if somebody repelled down the roof and bust through my window and they had a balaclava I'd be like okay yeah it's just I like yeah up. it's random but that's, if they that's had random, like a look like at like that's a, random daredevil ninja we can take care of that guy <laughs> <laughs> those guys are dime a dozen but then freaking deathstroke right. oh, this guy jumps in your this window guy's really right. a exactly boss. yeah jo- and john and i are on the same fear train <laughs> You know, it's funny because it made me think of the fact that Oliver in later seasons has his black hockey mask that he uses occasionally. And it's like, it's that one's clearly much more of just like a face mask rather than like a whole helmet thing going on. Um, yeah. Also, I think... You know what would be cool? If he actually did make that half white, half black, like... Yes, I was thinking like, what if they had started the like the two partners as like full like the whole masks were one color and then like something went no i mean yes a yes, yes. But, but you're, you're saying all these masks is like, yeah yeah as like a shout out to be like hey do you know what's scary this is scary <laughs> also i will say by virtue of re-watching this on a newer tv i think than the last time i watched it i always assumed looking at the masks that they were rubber but it seems very clear to me watching them on my current television that they're like cloth stretched over a frame. Seems oh, because well, way, it'd be there much are... lighter weight and easier to breathe through than like a heavy rubber molded mask. Right? Yeah, they're like wrinkles in it. Right? Yeah, it's it doesn't yeah. on the back, especially where it's clearly like pulled taut around a frame. So mm-hmm. I'm just interested. so the the Deathstroke mask is a helmet. Yes, later on. 
Yes, but this is not that. It's right. This one is just sort yeah, of like more weird. Yeah. Saying. It's like a, it's like a fabric stretched over. A it's, frame. Well, well, guy, guy, it's the operational equivalent of a balaclava. <laughs> balaclava. That's correct. Just yeah. wear a balaclava, Slade. <laughs> Jesus, I don't get over I, yourself. I honestly, Slade. don't know. <laughs> If you gave me so look, I don't know. If, Grow if up, you gave Slade, me the option of a balaclava or one of these masks, I'd be like, "Yeah, give me the badass mask." Yeah, <laughs> but Why then not? you'd be dead in like five. Yeah, minutes. I would clock you over the. Head I would definitely you. be the person yeah. that people shoot at first. Yes, <laughs> it Take is going to make you guy. a target. Look, shoot the guy yeah. with the one bright half of his face is white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would also be the guy that can catch arrows and break them. Mm. So <laughs> that's fair. Um, help me when people actually shoot me with bullets. Shall we go on to episode two? Any final thoughts yeah. about betrayal? It's uh, an okay. It's an okay wait, episode. Do you want to do the ritual now? Or yeah, later? right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we can do the ritual I mean, now. I, get, I give it a biff. biff. I give it a biff. Yeah, yeah, it's a biff. Yeah, I mean, there's little things about it, but it's pretty good. I mean, the the I you know actually the laurel the laurel punching people was really uh, that was something that I kind of yeah I mean I remember it vaguely happening you know I mean I remember it happening. But I didn't remember when, um, and it was it was fun. So, so that was it's like a well shot stunt scene too. Like yeah, yeah, good. And yeah. you don't and it, like you know good in traditional TV stuff you don't expect it either, right? Right, right. No, she and yeah. for using the the girl in distress trope, yeah, uh, which still works out, of course. You know they're still using it, the girl it in distress. Still worked trope. out, but uh, you know I'm, they're having she, their cake and eating it too. Yeah, that that's exactly it. Yeah. I don't think it took anything away from her. There was just a lot of people there, and she couldn't fight them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. We are going to uh, Season 1, Episode 14, The Odyssey. Uh, this is kind of a big episode in the mythology. This is also uh, a interesting episode because our formula is kind of switched. Yes. Rather than having... An episode set mainly in the present day with flashbacks. We have an episode that is mostly flashback with occasional jumps to the present day. It picks up immediately where we leave off. In fact, even before we leave off in the next episode, we essentially see again Oliver crashing through the window at Queen Consolidated and threatening Moira. Moira begs for mercy, pokes up a picture of her children and explains she has kids. Oliver stands down, which is a mistake because Moira pulls out a gun and shoots him <laughs> and then calls security. <laughs> Oliver drags himself away, but leaves a nice big blood stain on the floor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a mistake. What's wh- he going to do? Like low, putting the arrow, he- putting the bow down. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's shoot he- his mom. I think he's, yeah. I, he's yeah, bluffing, the leg, sure, right? Or the like, hand or something. You yeah, know? he's bluffing. Like, it sure, in the, you know, like shooter in the eye. <laughs> 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 no, he's got to save that one for someone special. Yeah, I mean, sure, Moira comes back with the with an eye patch. I think the mistake was showing episode. up. I, I honestly, and we'll find this out later. But the mistake was showing up like that, right? Yeah, there was yes, that was yeah, not, not because you don't have the leverage you think you do when it's your mom. You're not gonna kill your mom. Yeah, he could have yeah, picked a better. Not even sticking out. He could have picked a better. A little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could have picked a better yeah. opportunity too. Like she's surrounded by other people. She's <laughs> in the, the office. Thing. It's not really. But the stupid thing is, like the, the dumb thing here is that she then she then she has to call security. 
It's like those guys like quickly vacate. It's like, what did they do? They just like ran to their cars and got in and drove away. After the whole thing, she calls security and says, there's somebody here. I felt like they Ollie had knocked out your useless minions. I felt like Ollie knocked yeah. out the other people who were in the room, none of whom were security because she's like talking about a merger. I didn't. Uh, so, okay, I didn't. So I disagree with you here, Dan. In the, oh, really? Okay. Well, if he busts in and busts up like eight other dudes and then threatens her, that's got more uh, purchase than if he just broke in and was like, hey, tell me everything you know. Because he's established his... His bona fides. Well, he's his, like crazy monkey ape silverback. <laughs> I just killed a bunch of guys, so... You, you well, all right, all right, all right. Well, know, I just heard, I, I just heard a bunch of guys. So now you need to tell me the the truth. But Mora Queen is not the type to be easily cowed in that fashion. No, apparently. But if you just come in without them being there, I don't. I do think have this to. Would have gone any like? I don't think it would have been any different. I'm interested. But I do think that it was a tactical advantage from him to come in and beat up a bunch of guys in front of her. Yeah, that may be. I, I don't think they were necessarily people that were, like, super hard to, to beat up. I think they were, like, accountants, no. but that's fine. Um, but here's my point. I You know, also, Oliver goes through this entire thing without sort of his faith in his mother is largely unshaken. I also like that he doesn't seem to blink at the fact that, like, she has a gun in the office and she is perfectly willing to shoot somebody, which is, you know, fine. It, say yeah. what you will about that, but, like... You know what's great? The rest of the show, he never brings it up. <laughs> he, Remember that time like, you okay, shot my mom? I bust into my mother's office. I did some crazy stuff. She shot me. I almost died. And I'm not even mad at her. Because <laughs> Cause he's, well, he's, he's unconscious for most of the episode. <laughs> well, he also knows better than to be mad at... I mean, he broke into the office. Come on, he had that. Yeah, yeah. Well, right, yeah right. That's, what it, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, okay, I had that coming. Fair enough. You, All right, that you was, shot me. That was you scene me. one. I'm Dead. glad we got scene one covered. Um, <laughs> Felicity is getting into her car. My notes say, of course, she drives a Mini. Um, Ollie is in the backseat, <laughs> bleeding out. Uh, he very quickly, with little fanfare, uh, reveals his identity to her, to which she says, this explains so much about you, uh, and then insists that she drive him not to a hospital, but to the lair. Uh, Dig is watching the news on Moira Queen being attacked by the vigilante and clearly feeling a little puzzled until a voice says, can you help me? He's really heavy. Great shot here of Dig, like, yes. whirling mm-hmm. around, pulling out his gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... I like that he just Dig, sort of Dig is the best. <laughs> he doesn't stop to ask questions, right? He immediately twigs yeah. to what is going on, and yeah. uh, next thing we know, they're like throwing him on a table. Uh, this has at least one great line, which I'm the uh, I'm guessing how and why are Oliver Queen's least favorite questions, uh, and to which Dig replies, <laughs> he's not a big fan of fan of who and when either. <laughs> um, this is why Dig is the best. Yeah, Dig's not he reacts eye. immediately in the best way. Yeah, and when questioned, always has a great quip. Um, yeah. he helps. Uh, he basically enlists Felicity to help him patch up Oliver, and that leads into our first flashback, which is a Slade training Ollie montage. It's established that it's been six months uh, since the Ollie has been on this island, 
uh, and that they have 10 days before the plane arrives and they need to escape or die. Uh, Slade gives them the rundown. Basically, he's going to take out take out all 10 people who are there except for the guy in the air traffic controller tower. Uh, since the windows are bulletproof, so Oliver has to go take out that person. I mean, does he really? Probably not, as it turns out. Um, Oliver has a creepy dream where he wakes up next to Laurel, and Laurel asks, <laughs> did it hurt when they killed you? And then he's got a bullet in his head. That that was very strange. It's very odd, especially on rewatching. I'm sure that was, like, super creepy the first time around. This time it was still yeah. creepy, but also just kind of like, huh? I mean, which it makes sense. You know, like a dream, of course, dreams don't make sense. So it's yeah. perfect. You know, sure. you know, I mean, it's like in real life, it's perfect, but it seems like it's foreshadowing something or right, something that never happens. And it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ollie and Slade set out to their mission. Oliver steps on a mine left over by the Japanese from World War II. That'll become important later. Um, a couple times, actually. Uh, soldiers. <laughs> we have a whole season that ends based on that. Yeah. Well, not to mention the mine thing comes back in the last episode of season uh, five. Just, yeah. Um, that's what it, yeah yeah yes, full circle right. uh soldiers show up slade basically seems like he's abandoning him then he runs back in kills all the soldiers and uses a corpse to press down the mine uh meanwhile fires uh pulls out yaofei's bow and wants him to train his mercenaries in archery which yaofei is like dude it took me like 20 years to learn how to be an archer and he's like yeah i'm sure you can do this like knock this out in like a week uh we also notice very significantly this is the dumbest it is kind of a stupid makes sense this scene this scene exists i think mainly for one reason which is to show us that fires has a copy of the odyssey on his desk which becomes important later um oh i didn't even notice that yeah yeah i mean i remember the stuff that happens later but that's about that's uh, there's not much that does not make sense your, your, your hey, men have guns. Give everybody a bow and arrow. Yeah. You've got <laughs> just machine high, guns. Hire better mercenaries. You've got machine guns. Um, you don't need a bow and arrow. It Guys, also, I don't. Look. I don't care how cute you want to be. You don't the, need a bow and arrow when you've the, got machine guns. The bow and arrow is a more elegant weapon from also, a more, more civilized but, time. I mean, is this guy now? Yes. No. Okay. So here's correct. the thing. Fires is super big into the environment, and bows and arrows are very reusable. Okay, like it's very sustainable weaponry. It's true. One of the, one of the biggest true. causes of global warming is gunfire. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's trying to offset the carbon. Yeah, he's got right. a missile man. at a plane that he's going to blow up. Thing, right, right. He already season. has a huge carbon footprint. <laughs> right, right. He's trying yeah. to cut down on that. Um, we also learned from the scene, also important, uh, Fire says something about, like, I hope you can do this quickly for her sake. We don't know who that is at this point. Uh, Oliver and Slade are camping. Oliver's trying really hard to start a fire. Slade is enjoying watching this <laughs> and then pulls out uh, a lighter. Um, makes a comment about wolves. I don't think that ever comes to pass. Like Slate suggests there are wolves on the island, but I think he's just no, kind of screwing with Ollie at this point. Battle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slate tells him about... I don't about, think there's any way there are wolves on that island. It seems <laughs> unlikely. Slate tells Oliver about his partner, Wintergreen. He also mentions his son. Hey, that might be important at some point. Um, is Wintergreen's <laughs> godson. Four years later. Yeah, he says that he betrayed um slate he basically fires gave him a choice when they showed up here to capture yao fei wintergreen took him up on the offer and betrayed him um back in the present oliver's being stitched up by diggle felicity and he and dig have a conversation about oliver's all the stupid excuses that they made up uh and this is i have to say this highlights one thing i really like about this there are a lot of shows that would have tried to string this out for an entire season and this i think they clearly realized here 
that that was going to very quickly become unsustainable. And so they had already gotten to the point, right? Like the, uh, she mentions the syringes with the quote unquote energy drink in them. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm, I believe her exact words are, I may be blonde, but I'm not that blonde. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's nice that the Felicity is brought in the fold. I don't know how early on they decided to do this. Um, but it is a nice addition and it becomes integral, right? This is our first team arrow altogether episode yeah my my understanding is that uh she was a one-off first appearance and uh the network wanted to see more of her because she's awesome well a she's awesome made ollie laugh and it just right. made the show better yep. yeah she yep. was a good element i mean yeah i mean sort of something- comic sort of comic relief yeah, which we needed. As yeah. much as I love those first right. three or four episodes, I don't want to watch years of that. I can't. It's it's too much. Uh, but the entire first season, she's just a recurring guest or a recurring. Yes, role. she's a. I think around halfway through the season, she becomes. She's still recurring, but I think she's more or less. They probably established that she was going to be a regular if the show got renewed. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, exactly. If it got picked up, season two, she's a regular. Yeah, she's, she's exactly. Set. Uh, and yeah. this, and uh, she should have been because she earns it. Yeah, the, no question. Um, she's a, a one of the four pillars of the show for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's um key sentence here too is dig says even he'd hate to admit it but even oliver needs help sometimes that is a theme that will keep being hit for the next four seasons um back in the flashback slade they show up at the airstrip slade snipes a bunch of guys ollie works his way up the ladder slade runs out of bullets didn't plan ahead i guess or his knife or his gun jams anyways he's got a knife it's no problem he kills a bunch more guys uh ollie tries to take down the one dude that he's supposed to take down He fails to do it a couple times, um, and it's not going great. Uh, Back in the present, Ollie's having a seizure. His heart stops. Dig tries to use the defibrillator, but it's broken. Felicity fixes the wiring. Sure. Yeah, we'll say that. Um, She has to have a role. Yeah. Wiring is wiring. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. All right. Why you guys should have checked your things have to be pretty simple, right? Oliver, Paul, Oliver must have gotten that stuff at like a scratch and dent yeah. medical <laughs> store sale. Um in the flat back in the flashback, Slade shows up and, and kills the guy, knifes him through the chest before he can take Oliver down, tells Ollie to keep himself locked in, gives him a gun. Ollie's not too thrilled about having a gun. He finds a phone. He decides to call Laurel. <laughs> sure. Um uh he doesn't say anything well i'm okay with that oh it's yeah nice. I, it's it's perfectly yeah. nice i mean you know he's been she has been clearly established as having been on his mind for the rest of this episode he tells her a little bit um i can't remember if it was prior to this that he tells slade uh about her but it's basically uh, yeah he tells I mean, the, the who history would you call who would not, like i definitely i mean i think you know Calling his mom probably would well, have been a better idea. Me, but I mean, yes, well, yeah. If I was stuck on an island, I would for, call you guys. For bail money. And then you guys would show up and also be stuck on the island. But at least we'd be That's stuck right. together. Yeah. You'd call we, me we, and I'm we, like, we would. Like, let me like turn around. Yeah, but Maltz would never fly. We'd have to take a boat. Oh, well, sure. No, that's how I'd get there. Right. Yeah. Um, 
All right, before, I, all right, take the the maglev, the maglev, same maglev train that goes to um, the um, League of Assassins. Yeah, Nanda Parbat. Panda Narbat. Yeah. And then, you know what? There's, there's a metro. Yeah, it's very convenient. Between, They've really built up a between lot. Between there and the Yeah, no, there's the, yeah, right. There's like the green line goes right through uh, Nanda Parbat. Right. Mm, mm, yeah. Indeed. Um, so Slade rips the phone out of the wall because <laughs> he's like, you know, don't be an idiot. And to be fair, that was pretty dumb. Um, the supply plane radios in. Slade picks it up and acknowledges. But there's a code phrase. Oliver is happens to have read one book in college uh, and remembers the rest of that quote, which is actually pretty impressive since I read a lot of books in college and I don't remember enough to quote out of most of them. Um, but the, it uh, pans out. Slade mentions he's planning on calling in an airstrike right after they get out of here. And then they argue about blowing up the island with Yao Fei on it. Ali manages to convince him that he's going to go after Yao Fei. Slade gives him three hours before the plane leaves. Um, back in the present, Oliver wait, goes... Wait, wait, Dan. Did do you recall how the Odyssey ends? Did I recall how the Odyssey ends? He gets, he, he gets home. That, okay. Uh, how does he get remarried to his wife? Uh, he shows up, as I recall, and she's got a bunch of suitors, and he, like, shoots an arrow through a whole bunch of axe heads. That's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I had to think about that through for a, a minute. Through a whole bunch there's, of axe heads. There's an obstacle wow, course worth yes, There's like, basically a trick like, shot that he has to do, and it's because nice. only Odysseus yes. was good enough to pull it off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's why I want to bring it up. Is that's like, a good point. Huh. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. The Odyssey is, A, he's stranded in the land, but B, the way he gets home is to have a bunch of phones go off and bling <laughs> bling in the background. But no, the, the the way it actually works out is he does a trick shot with an arrow. It's true. I mean... Yeah. He's in disguise, kinda, too. Kind of fits. Yeah, and he's in disguise. Um, yeah, thematically appropriate. Um, back in the present, Oliver is once again <laughs> having a cardiac arrest, but it's just loose wiring. Again, Felicity asks Dig the hard moral questions. Does it bother him that Ollie shoots people and kills them? Dig tells a story about being in Afghanistan in which he essentially had to protect an unsavory warlord. And when they shot off, he shot a bunch of insurgents who were trying to kill him. He realized he just shot, you know, some kid. He wasn't very happy about it. Um, but he believes in what Oliver's doing and says there are always casualties when you're fighting a war. We see Dig's story later. Yes. Yes. That yeah. is, we, we picked that up. Yeah, later. right. I thought I remembered that. Yeah, yeah, there's a flashback with him and right, Lila, right. I think, too. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's she, right, she's not there, showed yeah. up yet. Um, yeah. All right, back in the flashback, Ollie shows up in the camp, gets to Yao Fei. Yao Fei says he's not going, but the reason is because there's someone keeping him there. Then Fires walks in because I guess he doesn't let Yao Fei go very far. Yao Fei punches Ollie in the face. Wintergreen shows up. <laughs> Slade, mean, Slade, meanwhile, has cleared the plane to land and then checks his watch. Oh, he's thinking about this really hard. Um, Yao Fei throws Ollie into a bunch of uh, soldiers, but this is going to be an execution, not a fight. Fires asks him if he thinks he's a hero. Ollie says, I'm not a hero. Another thing that will come up many, many times over the next several seasons. Wintergreen beats the crap out of him. Ollie tries to bribe him. Doesn't seem like that's going to work. Then stuff starts blowing up. Slade walks in and challenges Wintergreen. We actually hear him, Wintergreen, speak like two words. He's just like, Slade, come back to die or something like that. Uh, but that's about all we get out of him because Slade kills him. 
Um, but then he's shot by fires and like the arm. Um, Ollie, like, and they get away in sort of the, the chaos. Ollie gets, they caught, caught by a soldier. Ollie uses a move that Slade show him to disarm a guy. And then Slade seems impressed. But then the plane flies overhead. There goes our ride. Back in the plane, uh, the crash plane, Oliver takes out the bullet, starts laughing hilariously, and makes the joke that we have been making all along. I'm trapped on an island, and my only friend is named Wilson. <laughs> Glad he saw that movie. Um, Slade reveals, you know, points out that someone has hired fires because he's a mercenary, uh, and says that maybe this will cause the boss to like reconsider the plan. Um, and he says that, you know, Oliver might just have a chance at surviving because he's, you know, learned a few things. Fires is talking to his boss on the phone, says he's ensured Yaofei's cooperation and he's dealing with Slade Wilson. Um, and Yaofei, as a re- reward for a job well done, it was kind of well done, I guess, or at least for loyalty, uh, gets five minutes with Shadow, who we meet for the first time. And we see a dragon tattoo on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Back in the present, Oliver wakes up. I guess I didn't die. Again. Cool. <laughs> um, asks how he's going to explain this one. Dig, Dig suggests Hickey gone wrong. Um, Felicity has made herself useful hacking the crime lab and destroying the blood sample from Queen Consolidated. She's also apparently upgraded his entire system, even though it didn't look that old. <laughs> but sure. Uh, Oliver essentially offers her a job yeah, and she, she said, turns it she down. She says like it's like like it's from the, the age or something. Yeah, but not the good <laughs> not in the good way or something. Yeah. Like, uh, come on. She refuses to join the team because her goal is to find Walter, but says like basically we're going to work together to find Walter, and then that's it. And then she asks if there's a bathroom, which we've all been wondering. It's up in the club, apparently. Um, Ollie yeah, shakes her to hand. Doctor Who about the bathroom. Yeah, it's bigger on the inside. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll guess what? Hang out a bit and then get put in jail. There was no bathroom in those jails. <laughs> nope. Also true. Um, Ollie shakes Felicity's hand just like Slade shook his in the past. Um, Dig is still suspicion, suspicious of Moira, but Oliver takes her off limits. Dig says, do you believe she's innocent? You just not want to face the fact that she could be guilty. We also see that Oliver has the same dragon tattoo that Shadow did in the flashback. Oliver comes home to find Mora with Lance and Thea, and he's told about the hood attacking. Uh, does a pretty good job, I feel like, of playing dumb, although Lance definitely still seems suspicious. Uh, Ollie hugs Moira and says, I promise he's never going to bother you again. So there's <laughs> a lot in that episode. That is a big yes. one. This was a big episode. It's a great one too. I feel like this yeah, is a yeah, real yeah. Really good. Good. We've we've been introduced to Slade. Uh sort of the the implications of having Slade around uh in the present day sort of you know things are coming home to roost for Oliver. Right. Yeah. Uh it's getting tight. Like you can feel the 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 noose is tightening around the our characters in these two episodes. I feel. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff before this. Like the the things are drawn very broad and very vague. But this is where right. stuff starts getting locked down. We get an idea of agendas. We know yes. that, like, yeah, we're it's like you hit the top of the roller coaster, right? Like you're right at the top. And then it's going to be like the downhill ride. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wee. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that happens in here in terms of like finding out about all right, fires has an agenda, which Slade says he says he's got some reason for being here. We know that Moira and, and now Oliver knows about the undertaking, but doesn't know what it is. Um, so they, we've got Felicity in the mix now. Um, so there's like a, there's a lot here where the show, I feel like, is starting to gel at this point. Yeah, like, I agree. The characters are well defined. The story is kind of locked down. The plots are getting sharper and tauter. Like, I feel like there's this is really where the show starts starts uh, hitting its mark. Yeah, it's um, it's and there's some funny moments too, right? Yeah, it's not all heavy, like overly heavy, heavy handed. I mean, there's heavy handed stuff, like you know, big things happen, but um, you know, there's funny stuff with Felicity, and then there's you know, like Ollie, like being an idiot and not getting taking down the one guy he was supposed to take down is kind of funny too. Well, I mean, we we get. So we get Slade, who is a good guy in the flashbacks, but we also get Felicity and Diggle and Ollie, and so we cement that core team, yeah, right. which hasn't been broken for, you know, five years. Well, yeah. except for a few minor. Well, well sure. Slade, yeah, yeah, whatever. But, right, it's but stupid. We knew those were they, those were passing. Yeah, and even then, the the you know the writers were right. like, "Hey, let's play with this," but no, yeah, like, they're not going to get rid of Diggle. Right. No, I yeah. would rather get rid of Ollie than Diggle. <laughs> I really would. Diggle's awesome. Uh, what about Biff than Diggle? <laughs> Biff than Diggle. Ooh. Tough, Biff, right? Here's Tough the choice. thing. Biff add Diggle. Diggle trains Biff to be the new arrow. <laughs> right? I I don't think I don't think that's how that would happen, but I don't think it would happen but okay. either. But okay. I would watch it. I would sure, yo, yeah, absolutely. I mean yeah. I'm watching it in my mind right now. Right. Yeah. I'll call you later. <laughs> DM me. I'll DM you. But no, no. On, on, honestly, like DMs, these yeah. these two episodes cement what I think is we've been setting up a bunch of stuff, and these two kind of crystallize it. And what is made from these two moves forward uh, through the rest of the season and echoes into other seasons going on. Yeah. Yep. I and, agree. And uh, and and in what, what's the next season? Seven, six, six, six. six. Um, we'll continue on. I mean, like he's going to be back for a while, right? Yeah, I, we have we have definitely six. not seen. Yeah. Right, is that a, am I spoiling? Am I, should I, should I have, a little should, bit? But is, uh, well, we know. I mean, every we're hoping people. Well, we saw listening. him on the island. And yes. it blew up. Yeah. And the yeah, last I mean, thing I he think, said yeah, is, I mean, I'm going to take my own sure chances. I'm all those people Guess who are on what? the island are not... No, no, all those people on the island are not dead. <laughs> well, they've been a Comic-Con. And they've all signed <laughs> on to the thing. So, <laughs> yeah, no. Right, right. Yeah. It turns out they all wake up. They all wake up out of purgatory. one thing I'll promise you yeah. is when Slade Wilson says, I'll take my own chances and I'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give that to him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Don't they, they say something about blowing the island up here, don't they? Yes, because uh, Slade wants they to air, basically have an airstrike, and he says, Oliver says you can't blow up the island because Yao Fei's on it, which, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's right, that's right. Is, is kind of, you know, it's us Slade seeing, wants to actually blow the entire island up. Which would not be dumb. Uh, no, <laughs> that would be a good choice. But later on, we hear, okay, whatever, get stupid. Isn't there like a, isn't, wait, isn't that, that, um, <laughs> that magic? No. Isn't no. there some, there's it's some magic, there's a magical that. thing. It's there's a magical thing on the it's island. It's not even, it's not even. Uh, Where's the magic? China thing? White. China Way that is, is on that plane. And, uh. No, no, but I mean, but I mean, you can't pull up the island because like, cause, um, Constantine cause, shows up later magic. and gets that magical thing. There's still stuff we there's still stuff in the island that we need. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. We're all agreed. Oh, oh in, <laughs> wait, are we doing conspiracy theories for <laughs> if you, a show if you that wanna. aired like five years? Guess what, John? <laughs> no. The island doesn't blow up. I'm just saying, don't trash the island. It's it's just it's like it's basic, you know, uh video game it's play. Resource um, management. You know. Right, right. Don't leave the area because if you leave the area, all of the you know the 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 garbage collection is going to get rid of all the things that are that are there, and Mm -hmm. you won't be able to go back and get that sword that you left. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I've been playing a lot of I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. Minecraft working out for you. (laughs) I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild, actually. (laughs) Very similar. Um, any, any other comments about this episode? It's definitely a biff. Oh yeah. This is a solid biff. biff. Yeah. Two biffs. No, yeah. Two no, solid, no, solid biffs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, I think this one's, this one's bigger, obviously than yeah. the previous one, uh, yeah. but they're both good. This, this, yeah. I really feel like is the, the hinge point of the season. Like, yes, it really, to me, seems like a lot of stuff like is is built around the kind of things you learn here especially for the flashbacks um and also for adding felicity to the team uh you know it really seems like this is a big deal and it doesn't go directly into it i mean looking i'm looking a little bit ahead but like there are a couple things we're gonna take a few more diversions before we get back onto sort of the you know the main thread but yeah there's you know a lot more stuff now is going to deal with sort of this ongoing plot and it shows from the fact that right that this episode picks up directly uh you know with what happened at the end of last episode right like these things are becoming much more serialized rather than episodic there are some parts of that earlier in the season too the first few episodes definitely have that like continuing feel to it but like we're starting to get more to the point of being episodic to the point where you know later seasons of the show certainly are barely episodic if at all (laughs) yeah so this episode to me establishes the team as we know it we got diggle uh initially rejecting uh any outside interference we've got uh oliver Break, breaking his own code to sort of bring somebody else in. And 
ultimately it all sort of gets brought together in literally crucible. Like Oliver is sitting there, like on on a on a medical bench, dying, and you know Oliver, our favorite characters are are sitting around him trying to make him better. And when he wakes up, he rejects the he the, he he rejects it in a way that. Um, he he hadn't. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. <laughs> no, he, it's like pulling he, teeth, buddy. Yeah, no, no, but he, but he, he, he rejects everything that we've seen of him up until this point, right? He just accepts it, like, okay, look, I've I've established my faith in these characters, and from this point on. Like in season in in episode one, I was killing people. Now, I am I'm accepting them, and I, and I want them to be part of my little gang. And and I and think- it's, and and that's like a like an arc in the half season. And in the second half season, we we see where that can take him to to sort of address the threat of uh, the undertaking and Michael Merlin. Yeah, I I think that my biggest frustration, I think, with this show over its many years, which it comes up here, does have to do with the killing versus no killing. Because they can't decide. We talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the show. They can't decide whether it's just like a casual thing that we shouldn't worry about or it's the central moral question of the show. And in this particular episode, I think it's it's really interesting because... The flashbacks show Oliver going out of his way to, like, some of that is to show that he's untrained, but he specifically, even when he has the upper hand, he has a guy at gunpoint, and he thinks about it, and then he pistol whips him and knocks him out. And to me, that suggests the interesting question is, how does that guy go to being the guy who murders people, right, with a bow and arrow? Yeah, that's that's why I was stumbling trying to crystallize it like that. But you're, you're totally right, like... It's it's a massive jump. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine, but they kind of they backtrack too much. They right. spend a little too much. It's never it could be a yeah. lot cleaner is the problem. And, and completely. And the there fact should that be there should be an arc. There should be yes. a nice arc of like, you know, like and and he can, you know, he can have a problem with it or he can, you know, face the consequences of his choices, but um, he keeps making the same decision over and over again. Right. Yeah. And basically. he flip, he flip-flops too, right? Like, yes. you're like, no, right. I'm not going to kill anyone anymore, except for this guy. Except, yeah, except for these except guys. Except I gotta like, take out Damien Dark. I'm not that gonna, guy, I'm not gonna kill people. Bad. I'm not okay, gonna kill okay, people. Well, okay, let's say, yeah. Okay, let's say one of the future seasons, which are not on the table right now. Uh, he doesn't seem so different from what we saw at the end of the flashbacks in season five. You mean he like the character in season one? Yeah. The, would, the character I, in I, season one seems an improvement over the character that we see in the flashbacks. I would say I think five. the arc I like think he's the trying arc to do works. the good thing. 
the arc works in the flashbacks, but it, but the the yes. arc doesn't Forward. work in, the, in current time. Yes, I I agree totally yeah. with John on that. Like, yeah, the they've flashbacks, managed they've managed the flashbacks great, and then just like in current day, he just like basically he's like a fish flopping around on the bottom of a boat. Yeah, fla- flashbacks. The yeah, if you follow I the agree. flashbacks all the way up and then go season one to season two, I think that arc works pretty well. Yeah. It's that. That was kind of what they had planned ahead for. And season three, <laughs> you're talking about, you're, are, you, are you talking about um, arrow machete order? Is that what you're? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, actually, is it technically Slade machete order? He seems big on machetes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Slade order would be the what. best. Yeah. Katana order, yeah. something. I don't, know, not even, I don't even know. Is that is that a machete? Is that I don't, That's is right. there a name for what he uses? Mold's order. He Mold's claims order it's just a sword, but yeah. It's <laughs> so. What we should do is edit all the flashbacks together, and then go yeah, right. I think, I think we need a works. fan edit. We need some sort of fan edit. Well, if you're, we, if you're out there, it, but Biff, Biff Book Club. Somebody. Biff Book Club. <laughs> Biff if you're out there and feel... Club. Get on that. Right, Someone right, made yeah. us that super cut of Adrian Chase saying he was 10 steps ahead, which <laughs> is my right. favorite thing ever. <laughs> so I, great. Can't, I can't believe that people <laughs> give us the time of day, let alone <laughs> stuff like that. I, it's just amazing. <laughs> it really is cool. amazing. Um yeah. Well, we've hit just about an hour, so I'm going to wrap up here unless you guys have any last thoughts on on this episode. I don't. I think it was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. So we finished 13 and 14. Um, yeah. Two biffs. A student in the wine. Two biffs. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Next uh, week. I think we have five, five, or, uh, five weeks left maybe before. So we, assuming we managed to get all our shows out on time, we should be wrapping up just the week ahead of the season six premiere. So yeah. we're going to try to do that. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, we planned this. We definitely planned this. Oh, yeah. This is totally intentional. Oh, sure. No, yeah. That was, mm-hmm. that was 100%. 100%. Took that hiatus. <laughs> total math behind it. <laughs> to, to generate um, uh, tension. As yeah. Well. I hope yeah. you guys feel like your cliffhanger has been rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will be back next time to talk about episodes uh, 15 and 16. Perhaps we will have a special guest. We shall see. Uh, but until then, I want to thank my co-host, John Moltz. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, gentlemen. And Guy English, thank you for being here. Thank you. And uh, there's a lot of crappy stuff going on right now. So if <laughs> anybody in the book club or any of our readers want to contribute to disaster relief, please do. Uh it it would mean a lot to all of us if you know if you could toss a couple of bucks. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say it would mean a lot to Oliver. <laughs> it would mean a lot to Oliver. Oliver, Oliver really it would. here's the thing. Well then, coming up a- Oliver's gonna be a dick to his child. Do not be <laughs> but, a dick to the world. But Stephen Amell Go- Stephen Amell, very nice guy. Yeah, let's Stephen let's make sure we get And Stephen we Amell just, would we, like you to contribute to the Stephen Amell recovery. would like you to contribute. We're just going to go ahead and say that. We haven't talked to Steven. Um, I mean, I still have, you know, Berlanti, but um, <laughs> of course I don't have... I mean, I wouldn't... I'm not kidnapping Steven. Uh, you can't. That would be <laughs> no. very difficult. No, he'd beat the crap There's no way. Yeah. There's no freaking yeah. way. Guy's a, the guy's a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> me, me, so here's the thing. Me and Chris Evans are, are drinking buddies. And uh, <laughs> Chris Evans, Captain America, <laughs> implores you to... Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So the let's world. not That's cross right. the Marvel DC streams here. This is yeah. hey man, real it's the world. Yeah. It's a, That's true. It's, everyone, an, amalgam, it's everyone, an amalgam world. Everyone is very concerned. Anyway, about kids, it. Yes. do the right thing. <laughs> also, stay in school. 
and <laughs> definitely stay in school. We've given you a lot of messages this week to absorb. <laughs> we'll come back next week and see how everybody's doing. Uh, but until then, we will uh, continue enjoying our Arrow flashbacks. We hope you enjoy them too. <laughs> Thanks for reading along. We'll see you next time. <laughs>